0: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician, and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout out, as always, to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, everybody listening live on TuneIn Radio, everybody watching live on the YouTube live stream right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. The number to call is 844- 843-6879. I got my man, Chris Bavona, the manimal. He's on the ones and Two's keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We are blowing up like a Samsung 7. It is a football Friday as we get ready for week four of the NFL season. I got to start off, though, with this. I know, yo, listen, trollers are going to troll. Haters are going to hate. And my timeline was blowing up when the Green Bay Packers were doing much more than covering the seven-point spread last night and Thursday night football. I have some reactions, and I got to tell you something. I still thought that that game could have went differently, but who knew that Mike Glennon was such blunt guts trash? I mean, we all knew, but we didn't know that he was gonna gift Aaron Rodgers with not one, not two, but three short fields. A lot of other stuff to talk about from that game. Obviously, the tremendous hit that Danny Trevathan put on uh, Devontae Adams. It's good to see that it looks like you know he has feeling in all his extremities and that he is going to be okay. But the Packers, listen, they're. Offensive tackles are out, but also they got banged up at the running back position uh, last night. Both Ty Montgomery and Jamal Williams look like they are going to miss some time here for the next couple of weeks for the Green Bay Packs. It looks like Aaron Jones could be a big name on the week five waiver wire. We'll get into that a little bit as well. I'll update these practice reports. Um, A couple of people that you need to worry about for week four that are definitely going to be game-time decisions. We're going to get into that. And you know it's Friday, so we're going to do two things. One, I'm going to tell you which home dogs you need to take. I told you about these home dogs last week. There was something like nine of them and seven of them covered in week one. I told you about a couple of them in week two. I even gave you the Indianapolis Colts when everybody thought that was crazy. We have four opportunities, and that is our poll question on Twitter. Which of these guys might win outright? Which of these home underdogs? Will it be the Texans? at home with division rival Tennessee coming to town. Will it be the New York Jets who welcome in the Jacksonville Jaguars straight off their trip from London? Will it be the Cleveland Browns who are taking on the new offensive coordinator, the Laser, out there in Cincinnati? Or will it be a big-time rivalry in the AFC North, where the Baltimore Ravens are home dogs against the Pittsburgh Steelers? All of these guys are only like two-and-a-half or three-point dogs, but they are sleeping in their own beds, so let's see if that helps. If you want to go, you can find Find that on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, at FNTSY Radio. When we come back, I give you injuries, my takeaways from Thursday Night Football. We talk home dogs, and then we're going to get into your calls at 844-843-6879. I'll give you out my winning DFS lineup for week four as well. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician. Come on right back. Let's-
1: Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS. Only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: You can hate me now. But I won't stop now. It speeds the spitting statistician dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. A lot of people who are hating because I like the Bears plus seven last night. But yo, that was a very weird game between the weather delay between the crazy hit to Devontae Adams and also because it may in fact be Trubisky time. I got my thoughts on that. You know what? Let me get into that right now. OK, because the Green Bay Packers, they put in work and they are now three and one. But it may be a situation where they're winning the battle, but losing the war. Okay, Ty Montgomery it looks like has broken ribs. Then next man up was my guy and Jake Seeley's guy at the beginning of the season. We were all very high on Jamal Williams thinking he could be a back that ascended throughout the year. He's got a sprained knee after like three carries and then it becomes Aaron Jones that's the next man up. We shall see. I don't know how much time uh, Williams is actually going to miss. He may actually be okay, but listen, early next week we're definitely going to be talking about these Packers running backs on The waiver wire. I thought Aaron Rodgers might have struggled with both offensive tackles missing the game, Ryan Balaga and David Bakhtiari, but they looked really, really good. And if these guys are healthy towards the end of the season, watch out for the Green Bay Packers. The other thing, on the other side of things, listen, I got it wrong, okay? I got it wrong. It was a weird game. There were a lot of penalties in that game. And obviously, um, Mike Glennon's days as the Chicago Bears starting quarterback are likely numbered. I mean, there were times when Cower and some of the other guys on the telecast, even Tony Romo, were saying that he wasn't playing that horribly. Glennon went 21 of 33 for 218 yards, one touchdown, but the turnovers are what got him. Two interceptions and two fumbles deep in his own territory in the first half. That really put the Bears in a problem situation. But I got to tell you something. I don't know. I don't know if they should really go to the kid Trubisky. Let me tell you why, okay? First of all, the mini-buy helps, right? They're going to have 10 or 11 days to prepare for their next game. Their next game is not until Monday Night Football against Minnesota. So having the mini-buy after the Thursday night game, that helps. You know That helps them maybe prepare if this is the time you want to do it. But I got to tell you something. They made the point over and over again last night. That the Bears just are not dynamic on offense on the outside. So whether it's Glennon or whether it's someone else, that quarterback, Trubisky, he would have that same exact issue. Here's the other thing. I don't know if you've seen the schedule for the Bears uh, coming up, but it's not that easy. They got the Minnesota Vikings. Then they have the Baltimore Ravens. Then they have the Carolina Panthers. Would you really want to start your young rookie quarterback with three tough defenses in a row? I don't want want that to become something like, remember David Carr when he was drafted first overall with Houston and how he got sacked like 60 times and it kind of beat the coordination out of him, beat the fear into him? I would worry about that. I don't know that you need to run out Trubisky right now. Obviously, every snap he takes as a starter this year would help the Bears moving forward, but I don't know if you want to really submit him to that. And as head coach John Fox said, they have a lot more to deal with than just quarterback. Let me give you some news and notes from around practices in the NFL today, okay? Doug Baldwin, I've been telling you, this is going to be the biggest one for Week 4. Doug Baldwin still with that groin injury. Listen, he's a game-time decision. The problem is... Is the Seahawks are on Sunday night football playing against the Indianapolis Colts. So, if you have them in your lineup and you don't know which way it's going to go, what you need to do is you need to make sure you on your bench have another Seahawk, a guy like Tyler Lockett. I told you about Paul Richardson as the waiver wire ad. If Doug Baldwin doesn't go, he was only 10% owned earlier in the week. That's a guy you can go with if Doug Baldwin doesn't go. You could also try to get yourself some Indianapolis Colts from that game if you want. T.Y. Hilton is got to be owned, but maybe Dante Moncrief is not. Or, look to Monday night, where the Washington football team plays against the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, Tyreek Hill is rostered, and on Washington, you gotta figure Pryor and Crowder are rostered, but maybe you can get yourself a Josh Doxson as a stash if you want to risk it with Doug Baldwin, but he's gonna be the key also not practicing today. Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay with that hamstring. Michael Crabtree did not practice. And this is a true downgrade, okay, because he was limited earlier in the week. Remember what these practice reports, this is what I'm saying. It's all about how they're trending during the week. And Michael Crabtree is trending down with that chest injury. This could be a real issue for Oakland. Limited for Week 4 will be the returning Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed kind of popped up on the uh, injury report with a hamstring injury, and I'm going to have uh, next week I'm going to bring back friends of the show, Thomas Lowe, the licensed certified athletic trainer, because I want to ask about these hamstrings. We're seeing a lot of hamstring injuries at the beginning of the season, and I wonder if this is something like as you work back into football shape that this is uh, common. I want to ask my friend of the show here, certified licensed athletic trainer, Thomas Lowe, but also Carlos Hyde is going to be a game time decision because of that hip injury that he's got as the 49ers take on the Cardinals. But you could feel free. In Carolina, Cam Newton was removed from the injury report with his shoulder. Kelvin Benjamin removed from the injury report, so he'll be good to go with that knee. And I think that's very interesting. And remember, earlier on in the week, a couple of people were wondering about Devin Funches as a waiver wire ad. But if Kelvin Benjamin is healthy and playing and dressing, then that is not something you want. Julio Jones. Also, removed from the injury report. This means that Julio is likely going to just be dealing with this all year. They're going to manage his reps. You're going to see Julio pop up on the practice reports all week as like limited or missing practice. But when the time comes, Julio is going to be out there for the undefeated Atlanta Falcons. Same could be said for uh, Delaney Walker because of another hamstring injury. We're going to talk about Delaney Walker a little bit later on in the show. Some disturbing news surrounding Delaney Walker and his family. And also Jack Doyle. Removed from the injury report because of that foot. However, out for the Jets will be Matt Forte. He's got Turf Toe and Tyler Eifert and John Ross. These guys, it's every week, but neither one of them is playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. Expect AJ Green and Joe Mixon. Uh, as someone else said on the show, Sir Mixalot will be the uh, kind of the main studs for Cincinnati, in my opinion. All right, I told you about Thursday Night Football. Yep, I got it wrong. I told you, professional gamblers get it right between 55 and 60% of the time. For me, it was part of the other 45% of the time. What are you going to do? But listen, I'm, I'm worried about these Packers. The offensive tackle's gone. Ty Montgomery with broken ribs. He might miss a couple of weeks. Jamal Williams also. I mean, Aaron Jones was their fourth string running back for a reason. At some point, I know they have Aaron Rodgers but at some point this has to have an impact we shall see and we'll also see if the bears do in fact make a switch at quarterback because you know they have the mini buy but those defenses that they're seeing over the course of the next month would be a very interesting welcoming committee for Mitchell. Don't call me Mitch Trubisky. As we keep it moving here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're about to open up the phone lines for our middle segment. The number to call is 844-843-6879, so you can still get at me if you have any last-minute sit starts or trade questions as you get ready for week four of the NFL and the fantasy football season. I also want to talk about these home dogs. And I got the poll question up to see what home dogs you like, maybe to win outright. I like two of them this week. I like two out of the four of them, okay? The two that I like, first of all, I like the Baltimore Ravens plus three against the Pittsburgh Steelers they're at home and this has just been like a blood feud man this has been a big time rivalry these guys play close games and we know the narrative about big ben and the pittsburgh Steelers on the road their offense has not been as dynamic this baltimore ravens defense is strong although they got wrecked last week i'm more willing to throw that game away because it's the weird london game than throwing away the long pattern we've seen with the pittsburgh Steelers, both on the road and in these rivalry games with uh with Baltimore. I like the Ravens if you give me three points at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Big Ben and the Bees will break out eventually. I don't know if it happens this week. I can see the Steelers winning this game, but I can see this being a very close game. A 23-20, a 21-20, a 24-23 kind of game. A 27-26 kind of game. I think in this kind of blood feud, the three points is definitely important. Give me the Ravens at home plus the three. The other home dog that I like I like the New York football Jets this week okay I don't know that they're gonna win the game but I don't think this Jacksonville I mean I think the Jacksonville defense is for real but are you really telling me that Blake Bortles is gonna be a road favorite I saw this a couple of weeks ago with the Cleveland Browns and the Cleveland Browns were road favorites in Indy and everyone was like oh Indy's so horrible of course of course we're gonna do this and then what happened The Colts at home won that game, I believe it was 31-28. I expect something similar. Don't get me wrong. This Jacksonville defense is going to put pressure on Josh McCown may even may even turn them over. But I saw this Jets defense perform at home. I saw them shut down Jay Ajayi. I think they might be able to do the same thing if they key in on Lennon Fournette and then it all goes on the arm of Blake Bortles. So give me the Jets plus three. Remember, I think the Jets are going to win four or fewer games this year but they got one last week. They may be competitive this one as well. However, I do think the Titans are a better team than the Texans and I think the Bengals take care of the Browns and I'd lay the points there. Let's see what you guys have. What you guys think we have a Twitter poll question up there right now. 39% of you agree. 39% of you have the Ravens plus three against the Steelers as the home dog you would take. So uh, maybe we're on the same page and I get less trolls. We'll see what happens. We're going to open up the phones. It's 844-843-6879 Phone lines are open If you want to holler at Spittin' Speeds, next segment is the time to do it. We'll help you get ready for week four, dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds the Spittin' Statistician on the Fantasy Sports radio network let's go
1: hunter henry sterling shepherd michael thomas these three nfl sophomores are not due to slump they're due to breakout just like the fantasy sports radio network in year two things are only getting better make sure to listen live and download the app FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: No diggity, no doubt. That's what it is right here with Speeds the spitting Statistician. You're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I want to tell you something. If you've been listening to the show, you know that we here at the Fantasy Sports Network, we are partnering with DKMS as we try to help fight blood cancer. Here's what we're doing. You can go to DailyRoto.com. You can go to rotoexperts.com slash DKMS, and for free, you can enter a DFS tournament. I'm about to give you my DFS lineup for Week 4, okay? So if you want to play with that, do a little bit of tinkering. We're going to have my man Chris the Ventura, the analyst, with me as well. We're going to be giving out our DFS lineups. If you want to use that as a base, play a little bit with it, and maybe you can win the Week 4 DFS contest with DKMS. Here's what happens. All the winners, weeks 1 through 16, play a DFS contest for week 17 of the NFL football season. That'll only be a 16-entry contest, so I like the odds if you win one of the weeks, you know, weeks 1 through 16. You win week 17. We're giving you two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. But what's more, when you go on the website, you learn a little bit more about blood cancer, how you can help the fight. You might be a match for someone that is fighting this disease and really help. You know, you could register to be a blood donor. You could register to be a bone marrow donor. It's really important. And then this way, even if you lose the DFS contest, you still win because you can be a match for someone fighting this disease. Help us as we partner with DKMS to help fight blood cancer. All right. All right, we got the phone lines open. Call me now, like my name was Miss Cleo, at 844 843 6879. We're going to kick it off today with VJ in Houston. Hey, VJ, you are in Houston dropping stats over the beats. How can I help you out for week four, man?
1: Hey, what's up, Speed? Love the show, as always, man. Hey, uh, two quick questions. One, tight end in the standard league, I got to pick between Clay and Rudolph.
0: I like Clay this week. I really like uh, I really like Charles Clay. Listen, um, Clay could lead the Buffalo Bills in targets. You know, right now, if you look at the Buffalo Bills, Shady McCoy is number one in targets and catches. Clay is number two. They're not using Zay Jones. They're not using Jordan and Matthews. Okay, I really like Clay. They're going to have to try to keep up against Atlanta. I like Charles Clay in the tight end this week. What's your second question?
1: Man, I asked you this, but I just need a little bit of, like, explanation on this. This was for my flex and a half-point PPR. I asked you between Isaiah Crowell... Martavius Jones, Jaquise Rogers, and Marshall. And Tony Bryant. I just want to know, do you think he's going to be good on the road again? I mean, he's been poor on the road.
0: Yeah, the Steelers have been, you know, poor on the road. We've been talking about that. That's the narrative around Big Ben, right? But here's the thing. You, everybody who watches Fantasy Freestyle knows that Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers has been my man. The, the time has come to move off of Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers, okay? The Giants' run defense is still stout with Snacks Harrison in there and then Doug Martin is coming back. Okay. So it's not pop quiz to me. Um, the other elaboration I'll give you is that I am off Isaiah Crowell. You have him on your team. You know, he's getting like 30 yards a game. Duke Johnson is ascending in that Cleveland backfield. And I think that's something, you know, I think that Crowell ha- continues to underwhelm. And so I like the boom or bust power of Martavis Bryant. I think he could get into the end zone this week against, uh, Against is it no against the Baltimore Ravens and so I like Bryant that's why it's more that I'm fading pop quiz against the Giants defense and Crowell I'm a little bit nervous about the play of Duke Johnson being the man there but thanks for the call VJ out there hope we get you a win for Week Four keeping it moving here on the fantasy freestyle up next is Reed in Michigan you are dropping stats over beats with speeds the spitting statistician how can I help you Reed for Week Four Hey
1: how's
0: it going I'm having a kind of a rough go of it. This this season I'm zero three. Okay, um, let's get you a win. Let's get you a win. Bounce right back, back. Well, I just don't understand how I'm losing. My two running backs are Ezekiel Elliott and Le'Veon Bell. Like, how am I losing? Right. I mean, it, it, but, it, it, um, listen, you got to just ride with them. Sometimes there's nothing you could do about that, right? Like, I'm I, I'm telling you, you're gonna start Zeke, you're gonna start Le'Veon Bell every week. It's just been, you know, uh. It's just been a tough go of it so far. I think both of them wind up ascending. What else you got, though? But I got a question about my other league. All I've right. got a Joe Mixon, who's doing pretty well now, and I've got Devontae Parker, and I'm wondering which one would be better in the flex spot this week. Is it PPR or standard? It's PPR, half-point PPR. All right, listen. Uh... I would go with Devontae Parker, and here's why. Okay, I like Mixon also. Listen, I have Mixon on my own big-time home league fantasy team, and I think that he is ascending to be the lead dog in Cincinnati under the new offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor. But here's the thing. You mentioned it was PPR, and Devontae Parker, they're going over to uh, London. They have the New Orleans Saints they're facing. And as we know, the New Orleans Saints' pass defense is a problem. I think Jay Cutler goes to the end zone with Devontae Parker this week. I think Parker gets a touchdown. And I would like to attack that New Orleans Saints pass defense. With Mixon, I do think he's still the guy. But there is still Jeremy Hill. There is still Gio Bernard. So, you know... I think Mixon will be the best back in Cincinnati. But Devontae Parker, I think, gets more opportunity. And I like him facing the New Orleans Saints pass defense this week. Thanks for the call, Reed. In terms of your other team, yo, run out Zeke, run out El Bell. Eventually, you'll be just fine. It won't stay like that. You'll get a win soon, hopefully, in Week 4. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle is friend of the show. We got Demetrius in Savannah. Demetrius, you are once again dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you out, man? Hey, what's going on, today, man? Yeah, I know you got it wrong yesterday, man, but I'm still rocking with you. I did. I did, in fact, get it wrong. I appreciate your patience. Like I said, though, man, you know, professional gamblers get it right 55 to 60% of the time. I didn't think that Aaron Rodgers was going to have all the short fields that he had, but uh, I thought the Bears would put forth a better effort, and I thought that uh, they would even get some more pressure on Rodgers. That ultimately was not the case, but you can't win them all. I appreciate you still riding with me, Demetrius. What can I do for you for week four? Yeah, man. uh, I know you spoke big on um, Charles Clay. I have him and Delaney Walker um,
1: on my team. Uh, Which one do you like out of the two?
0: I do like Charles Clay. I do like Charles Clay. Listen, Delaney Walker, first of all, and we're going to talk about this later. I don't know if you saw this, Demetrius, but Delaney Walker is getting death threats. Delaney Walker is getting death threats because of his stance that he came out about the National Anthem. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on. I don't think that necessarily impacts his fantasy day, but I think there's more options in Tennessee than there is in Buffalo, and that's the deciding factor for me, okay? Yeah, Delaney Walker is one of the best pass catchers out there, but, you know, they have Eric Decker. They have Rashad Matthews. This is also a team that's going to want to run the ball against Houston, you know, that exotic smash mouth. Buffalo, on the other hand, is going to have to throw a little bit to keep up with Atlanta. You know Atlanta's going to score points, so Buffalo is going to be in a position where they're going to have to throw the ball, and I do think Charles Clay can lead that team in targets. So give me Charles Clay over Delaney Walker this week. All right, let's keep it moving. After Demetrius, we got Alex in the LBC. Alex has got a question about quarterbacks and wide receiver. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on with you, Alex? Hey, what's going on, Dane? Um... So, I I have Russell Wilson and Watson. Uh, it's a
1: ten team standard. Who, who would you start and? Go
0: ahead. Yeah, I love Russell Wilson this week. Okay, listen, here's the thing. I have a layered answer to you, for you. Okay, we were just talking about Deshaun Watson. Um, On lineup lock live last hour with my partner Tony Cincata. And we were saying that Deshaun Watson, I don't necessarily love him in that game against Tennessee, but the one thing he does give you is the rushing production. You know, he may get you 40 or 50 yards, so that's interesting. But give me Russell Wilson. I think, listen, that matchup on Sunday night, they are at home Sunday night, and they're playing that Indianapolis Colts defense, which gives up everything to the pass. Remember a couple of weeks ago when they were playing the Cleveland Browns, we were talking about, you know, Rashad Higgins. Kenny Britt and people even considering Deshaun Kaiser in fantasy. That is how bad the Indianapolis Colts defense is. The one caveat I'll say for this one Alex is as you probably know Doug Baldwin, Russ's favorite number one receiver is going to be a game time decision it looks like for that game on Sunday night and it's going to go all the way to it. If you get the inkling that Doug Baldwin is not playing then I may go off Russell Wilson okay but I love Russell Wilson. This week, I know Russell has had some off games so far this year, but I think that is a tasty matchup against the Indianapolis Colts. So I ride out Russell Wilson if I'm you, Alex. But keep an eye on that Doug Baldwin injury, and thanks for the call. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we got Jason in Cali. Jason, you're out there on the West Coast. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you know Fantasy Freestyle is banging all the way out West in the Pacific time zone. You're out there uh, dropping stats over beats, Jason. How can I help you for Week 4? Jason going once. Jason going twice. Sold. We keep moving here on the fantasy freestyle. Jason, if you want to hit me up on Twitter at fantasy, at, at spitting speeds, I'll try to help you out, but I couldn't hear you on the connection. So we're going to keep it moving here. Next up is Dan in Chicago. Dan, you're in Chicago. You're dropping stats over beats. Before I get to your question, I want to ask you do the people in Chicago think that it's time for Mitch Trubisky? Oh, I don't know what it's time for, man. It's time for a whole new team. <laughs> so fair enough. Fair we'll see enough. How that goes. <laughs> fair enough. You love, got... love your show, man. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. I really appreciate the love yeah. and the props. Well, how can I help you for week four, Dan? So I got a quarterback question. I was wondering not just who you would pick, but how much this would factor in it. Okay. This is between Mariota and Wentz, and my opponent has both Jeffrey and Ertz. Ooh, interesting question. Um, I, li- I like what you're doing over here with your question. Um, so I guess, to be honest, the reason you mentioned that your opponent has Erst and Jeffrey, it almost is like, do you think you can kind of cover him up by starting Carson Wentz? Here's the problem. I don't know. Listen, rule number one of fantasy football, is know your settings, okay? In a lot of leagues, receiving touchdowns are a lot more, are six points, and passing touchdowns are only four. In a lot of leagues, uh, you know, you get PPR. So wideouts sometimes outscore the quarterback. Think about it this way. You know, your quarterback throws a 20-yard touchdown. You get maybe a point for the 20, 25 yards. You get only four points, say, for the touchdown, potentially. That's five points. That same play, the receiver could get a point for the reception two and a half points for the yards, and then six for the touchdown. So in that same play, you know, the receiver's actually pulling ahead. Alright, so I don't know if I do that checker on a checker. Um, that being said, I like Marcus Mariota in that matchup against Houston. That's where I go for you. Alright, we got a couple more calls. I see you out there. Benny in Georgia, Corey in Baltimore. We're going to get to you guys, alright? And then after that, we got my man Chris, the analyst venture. We're going to give you our DFS lineup for week four. We dropping dropping. Stats Over Beats right here on Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Let's Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things, just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head it's a fantasy sports radio network app stop being a weirdo and streaming it online get it on your phone take it with you everywhere you go Yo, I got you stuck off the realness. We be the infamous. You heard of us. Official fantasy murderers. You were dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Beats the spitting Statistician. I'm joined by my man, Chris Ventra, the analyst. We're going to get to him in a little bit. But we also got two calls that I want to get to out there at 844-843-6879. We're up next is Benny in Georgia. Hey, Benny, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you for week four?
1: Hey, I just wanted to
0: say that I'm a huge fan of the show, love it, and I watch it every week. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Benny. All right. So, first of all, I got the running back
1: problem. I do have DeMarco Murray. Okay. Derek Henry is almost, like, getting the same amount of carries. Right, that's a real timeshare. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh i also got Rob Kelly on my
0: bench. Who do you think I should start? No, you go DeMarco Murray, man. You go DeMarco Murray. If he's healthy, you ride him out there, okay? You go DeMarco Murray this week as the Titans take on the... Who do they play? They play the Houston Texans. I like DeMarco Murray. Listen, I am down on fat Rob Kelly, okay? I don't think he's really the guy. And I think they're going to be down against Kansas City on Monday Night Football. Remember, Chris Thompson has really emerged as a PPR stud. And I think that Kirk Cousins is a volume thrower. They want Thompson on the field getting those snaps in that situation you definitely go with DeMarco Murray I feel good about that um but Benny thanks for the love thanks for the props tell a friend to tell a friend about the fantasy freestyle our last call is we got Corey out there in Baltimore uh the land of Avon Barksdale and Omar and uh Marlo Stanfield out there hey, Corey how can I help you for week four
1: <laughs> what's up uh yeah I got a question about running back man, sure, man. Shit, I'm hurting out here I'm hurting out here uh Got Jaquiz Rogers, Wendell Smallwood, and Derrick Henry. I need to start one of them. I got uh, Zeke as my 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 RB1. All
0: right, I think you're fine with Zeke obviously as your RB1. I, you know, everybody who listens to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know how I feel about Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers, but I'm telling everybody right now it is time to move off of Jaquiz Rogers, okay? This week they play the New the New York Giants with Snacks Harrison and that defensive line. I know they haven't done it so far, but they are pretty stout against the run. So I'm off Jaquiz Rogers, especially with Doug Martin returning next week after his suspension. I like when Smallwood of those options listen I think Wendell Smallwood is going to wind up taking a lot of this Darren Sproles work that was there for the Philadelphia Eagles alright now that means he's going to be the passing down back so if you're in a PPR league I like that even more and listen Legarrett Blunt. Did not do much. Remember, they gave him a lot of opportunity, and he really defecated the mattress. So I think not only does Wendell Smallwood get some of the PPR kind of work, I think he gets some early down work as well. I think Wendell Smallwood has an opportunity to return flex value at least um, for the Philadelphia Eagles as they take on the Chargers. But thanks for the call, Corey, out there in Baltimore. We're going to... Uh, Chill with the phone lines for right now because we got my man Chris Ventura, the analyst in town. We're talking DFS lineups for week four. Hey, Chris, how'd the lineup you give us last week do? My lineup last week actually did all right. Yeah. I cashed. But all right, low. we cashed. That's all right. Yo, you mm. can't go broke making a profit, right? You know, we climb it up the hill. That's what we do. Exactly. If you do that every week of the NFL season. We'll be all right. Let's get more, okay? We're going to start position by position. I'm going to give you my quarterback first, okay, Chris? I'm going with, and I know this is going to sound crazy because I've been having a narrative about how bad this offense is. I'm going with Eli Manning. Mm -hmm. I'm taking Eli Manning at 7,000 on FanDuel, and Here's here's why. I still think that their offensive line is trash. I still think that they can't protect Eli, but here's the other thing that's happened. They have abandoned the run game. Paul Perkins, not doing it. Orleans Darkwa, not doing it. I've been telling you Shane Vereen's the only back, but that's in the passing game with Eli Manning. And this Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary is banged up. They got McCoy banged up as well on the defensive line. I think Eli turned into a volume thrower. I I expect Eli to throw the ball over 40 times this week, and with that production, with that opportunity, I think Eli gets over 300 yards, and I think he throws a couple touchdowns to my man Odell Beckham, who we're going to talk about a little bit later on. So give me Eli Manning, and I'm only spending $7,000 for my quarterback position. Who you got at quarterback? I like that. That's cheaper than my option. I got Jared Goff. Oh, I've been talking about Goff. Listen, Goff has been doing great things under that McVay offense. A lot of weapons out there. Go ahead. Tell me about Goff because also the Cowboys – Their secondary will get burned. Yeah, trash. All right, so so what do you like about Goff?
1: Yeah, so he's trending up. Last week he went off. He started, implemented Sammy
0: Watkins. It looks like they're starting to get a connection. Watkins is clear to go. Watkins out of the cold, dark, quiet room in the concussion protocol. (laughs) His sensitivity to light is not a problem. He'll be out there on Sunday.
1: He'll be out there. And, you know, with this horrible Dallas secondary, I know Gurley's going to get involved in the game plan, but I think McVay may switch it up, throw him a curveball and I think Goff might throw with some volume this week. Okay. Hit up Watkins, even Cooper Cup a little bit involved. And uh you know what? The Rams defense gave up what thirty nine points against the 49ers last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Dallas might and put up points. Kind of game. Yeah.
0: All right, I see that. Jared Goff is Chris uh, Chris's uh, quarterback. I'm going with Eli Manning. Let's look at the running back position real quick. I'm going right now. I got two guys. That I'm not spending up this week at the running back position. Okay. I think I can reasonably approximate the same value with these two guys. I'm going with Dalvin Cook at seventy five hundred. Dalvin Cook has been a stud. He's been a three down back. I don't care if it's Sam Bradford. I don't care if it's Case Keenum. I I don't care if it's Teddy Bridgewater. I don't care if it's Fran Tarkenton. Dalvin <laughs> Cook has been a stud running back. They are going to rely on him. And this Detroit Lions defense, yeah. Listen, people are saying, oh, Darius Slay, but that's in the back. I'm not concerned about their run defense. I like Dalvin Cook at 7,500. My second in back, Chris, I'm going with Joe Mixon, Sir Mix-a-Lot, as one of the listeners said. At 5,600, I think the switch to Bill Lazor as the offensive coordinator, he knows where his bread is buttered. It's targets to A.J. Green, and it's teaming ways to get Joe Mixon the ball. You saw them do that with a little inside zone and from the shotgun last week. You saw them swinging the ball out to him in the passing game. I think Mixon gets in the end zone this week at Cleveland. Give me Dalvin Cook at 7,500 and Joe Mixon at 5,600. Who you got as running backs this week? I love
1: that. I got Dalvin Cook too as my hobby one. Yes, nice. I do. Nice. I love Dalvin Cook. I have loved him from the beginning. Sure. I'm, the guy's a beast. Yeah. I wouldn't even sell high on him if anybody asked about that. No, 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 no. You keep that. him. Do keep not. Him. Yeah. You keep him. Who else you got? Who's your second and running back? my second one... I like that 5,600 with Joe Mixon, but I'm going a little bit safer here and paying up for it. At 7,700, Leonard Fournette against the Jets. Uh I think I know the Jets could sometimes stop the run and and things like that, but some teams have ran all over them. I think Gurley ran all over them. I'm pretty sure this game is going to be one of those blowouts where Jacksonville's D just straight up.
0: You know, okay, dominates. So you think that the game flow is going to be that Jacksonville has a lead and then they are able to turn the ball over and give it to Leonard Fournette, keep it out of Blake Bortles' hands. Right. Keep
1: it out of his hands and then Fournette gets a couple touchdowns out of the deal.
0: All right, fair enough, fair enough. As a Jets fan, I don't know if I like it, but as a Jets fan (laughs) that wants them to go 1-15 and get the first overall draft pick, I'd be okay with it. At the wide receiver position, hey, Chris, I told you I'm going Eli Manning, so I'm definitely stacking him with my man Odell Beckham Jr. at 9,100 on FanDuel. My thing is I think he's going to get into the end zone because I think he wants to do a more respectful touchdown celebration. You know the owner Mara was saying that he was very unhappy with that. If you got Eli Manning, you got to stack him with Odell Beckham. Same narrative against the Tampa Bay pass defense. I like Odell Beckham. I'll pay up for him at 9,100. My two other wide receivers, though, Chris, I'm going Larry Fitzgerald at 7,600. Listen, Larry Fitzgerald is the number one option out there. You saw it on Monday Night Football. When Carson Palmer needs it, he goes there. This is another team like the Giants that can't run the ball because of a bad offensive line and no dynamic playmakers with the loss of David Johnson. Larry Fitzgerald is the only guy out there. I don't care about J.J. Nelson. I don't care about Jerron Brown. I like Larry Fitzgerald at value at 6,700. My third wide receiver, I am taking the chance. I am assuming that Doug Baldwin and does not play on Sunday night Or if he does He's a little bit of a decoy I'm going down to 5700 And Tyler Lockett I'm trying to attack This Indianapolis Colts pass defense I think they're dumpster fire Blunt guts trash So give me Tyler Lockett To be the new number one With Russell Wilson Odell Beckham Tyler Lockett Larry Fitzgerald Who you got? I like that flyer play Um, I actually got ODB too yep. Or OBJ
1: Whatever you want to hey, call whatever him Whatever you want to call him Um because, like you said, banged up secondary. Yep. I agree. High volume. They can't run the ball, Giants. Sa-
0: then Sammy paired with Sammy Watkins with Goff. with Goff stacking it up there. Okay. And
1: I like that he's trending up. And, you know, he's been involved in the sure. game playing a lot more. And then my big-time boomer bus flyer. Again, I'm going with Martavius Bryant, who I went with two weeks ago. I think, listen to this, real quick stat. He has just as many targets so far in three games as Crowder. Okay. And Brandon Cooks, okay, and more than Hogan and Michael Crabtree.
0: Okay, so you think he's going to get some opportunity, and opportunity is king. Remember, a lot of people are going to be worried about Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Martavis Bryan is someone who could take it to the house, and that's what you're hoping for, for that big-time play. We don't have too much time. We only got a couple minutes left, Chris, but uh, who's your tight end this week? Ingram. Nice! That's my that's my same narrative. Eli Manning's going to throw, throw, throw. I like that. Tell me more about Elvin Ingram. What kind of price are you getting him at? He's got to be cheap. $5,200. Nice.
1: Uh, yeah, got cheap tight end. And yeah, I know maybe I should have went with Eli because I got two Giants in there, but I like the golf narrative a little bit. I think sure. he might do better. Uh, but Ingram... Eli Eli loves his tight ends. Eli throws to his tight ends. And ingram to be consistent, pretty consistent for a cheap tight end. All right. I think that's a good play. And I think he gets in the end zone against this week's secondary. All
0: right. If he gets in the end zone, then you're definitely returning value. I'm going all the way up to Rob Gronkowski. I think Brady has been a beast, and I have enough money, so I'm going to pay for it. Gronk against the Carolina Panthers. Real quick, uh, Chris, give me your defense for this week. The Jags. Absolutely. I'm doing the same exact thing. <laughs> I think Saxonville, as they have been learned, is going to put that pressure on Josh McCown. It, it makes sense. You're also got the Fournette pick in there. Okay. So you're picking the same kind of thing. You think a lot of pressure in Jacksonville. And then you think, uh, you know, maybe some short fields. Maybe they're up big. And uh, some of that could be because of the defense sacking and turning the Jets over. That makes sense. I like that. Uh, thanks a lot, Chris. I'm going to come on back next Friday. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's your boy. It's your boy, Chris DeVentura, analyst out here. Um, When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit of, uh, you know, some more reaction to some of these anthem protests. I told you about Delaney Walker getting death threats, families losing jobs, and also there's a Sports Illustrated cover that came out. But someone is noticeably absent from that cover. We're going to get into who it is and what Steph Curry thinks about it when we come back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Yo, Bavona dropping the bangers right there. Craig Mack bringing the flavor in your ear. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. The Green Bay Packers, they put in work, but it may be a situation where they're winning the battle but losing the war. Ty Montgomery, it looks like, has broken ribs. Then next man up was my guy, Jamal Williams, thinking he could be a back that ascended throughout the year. He's got a sprained knee after like three carries, and then it becomes Aaron Jones that's the next man up. But listen, we're definitely going to be talking about these Packers running backs on the waiver wire. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My man Chris Bavone of the Manimal dropping a little bone flubs and harmony. That's the crossroads. As we uh, go into the weekend, you know, we're going to pour a little bit out for anybody that's feeling it. You know, anybody that uh, has anybody that they love. That just went to the crossroads, you know, uh, Speeds to Spitting Statistician will pour a little bit out for you this weekend as we go into week four of the NFL season. The other thing I got to tell you is you can go on over to www.fantasyfactor.com. What they're doing is great, okay? You got DFS tournaments that you can get in there, right? But here's the thing. They do exclusively single-entry tournaments, and I really like that because sometimes when you're on these big sites, the DraftKings, the FanDuel, you're in a big-time tournament, and you're competing against people that have 20, 50, 100 lineups in there, you know, and that's what they doing. And they're, like, covering all bases, not at fantasy factor, okay? Single-entry tournament. You can take my man Chris's lineup. You can take my lineup, tinker with it a little bit because don't put mine in there, okay? Because then I'm going to tie with you. And then what are we going to do? We're going to have to split the money? I don't know how I feel about that, okay? Tinker with it. Try and do better than your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. We got a poll question up right now on Twitter talking about which of the home dogs you think have the best chance to win outright this week. The options are – and these guys are all field goal or less – Underdogs. And remember, when you think about that three-point home field advantage, it gets very, very interesting. You like the Texans at home? getting points against Tennessee, the Jets at home getting points against Jacksonville. All of a sudden, people think only 8% of the people are taking this. All of a sudden, people think that Blake Bortles can be a road favorite. Eh, we'll see about that. Uh, is the Browns out there in, uh, hosting Cincy, or is the Ravens hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers in a divisional rival game? I like what people are saying. 42% are taking the Baltimore Ravens. And Clayton Trahan out there on Twitter says, unless Green gets 20-plus targets, the Browns can win this. And Andy Dalton will once again ruin the Sunday of sports rage. That's my man Gabe Morrissey. Shots fired. I know my man Gabe is listening. because He's coming up next on Red Heat and Rage right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got to tell you also that uh, I mentioned Delaney Walker. You know, Delaney Walker and his family is now getting death threats because of his anthem protest, and he said that if his fans, if Titans fans, you know, kind of don't want to see that, that they should not come to the game, well, now him and his family are getting death threats. Detroit Lions defensive stud, Akeem Spence, says his father lost the contract because Akeem Spence kneeled for the anthem. Okay, Um, this is getting real there's a lot of a lot of feelings about this okay and i don't know I, i'm going to tell you real quick my feelings are that this quote unquote protest or movement has kind of been co-opted it's kind of been sanitized i think it's kind of been convoluted right now you know because the same the same people that were not wanting to really, you know, just stick to sports and not, you know, shake the trees here. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's linking arms and it's a big, like, cool thing to do now. And I, I wonder, is this really about what it used to be about when Colin Kaepernick started about, you know, kind of issues around police brutality in different communities? Or is it now just like people responding to the commander in tweets, 45, you know, going after the NFL and now everybody has a brotherhood, you know, has to kind of respond? I kind I think it's gotten a little bit too sanitized I think that these protests are going to start Going the way of Pokemon Go and-, and fidget spinners I think their lifespan is a little bit over And to be honest there's a cover of Sports Illustrated Right now you got people locking arms Everyone from Roger Goodell to Steph Curry To um, Sh- Shad Khan The owner of the Jaguars You know who's absent from that cover? Colin Kaepernick There's no Colin Kaepernick on that cover. All to my point, like, what is this really about anymore? I think it's been a little bit too diluted with this normal sanitized messages around unity. Eh, we'll see. We'll keep it at football. Check for me on Sunday morning. Line clock live from 9 a.m. to kickoff. It's gonna be me, Emery Hunt, Corey Parson, and Maria Marino. We're gonna have Tony Sincata, Jake Sealy, as well. We got a London game. Get up early to set your lineups, because the Saints and Dolphins get it on Brighton early at 9.30 Eastern Time, and I'll be back on Monday to break it all down and tell you what's really good going into week five of the NFL season. We're dropping stats over beats. I'll see you on the Fantasy Freestyle. Peace.